Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, I hope you had a great holiday weekend. It was not a great weekend for the Sacramento Kings. Wow. Domantas Sabonis has a significant thumb injury. Now, he's going to try to play through it, but don't kid yourself. This is not just like he got hit on the thumb and he's going to be okay. This is a a situation that (laughs) – this is not good, okay? All right, plain and simple. When you hear an athlete is going to try to play through it, um, there's no way he's going to be 100%. And I would think it would be unrealistic to think that this injury is not going to affect his play. It's going to affect him. How much remains to be seen. Kings and Nuggets, back-to-back, home games, Utah, at Memphis, at Utah. So, you know... Why is he in the game? Why is Sabonis in the game with the game out of reach in the fourth quarter with only a few minutes left? Would someone explain that to me, please? Why is he on the floor? You know, the one player the Kings cannot afford to lose is on the floor in the final minutes of a game that the Kings have no chance of winning. Explain that to me, would you? All right, NFL, if you want to talk about this and what happened over the weekend on Saturday or yesterday, hit me up. 49ers continue to roll. The Miami Dolphins continue to slide. I talked about this before the season began. When I saw the Dolphins schedule, I said, that's murderous row. At San Francisco, at the Chargers, at Buffalo, home Green Bay, at New England. Right? I I, I talked about this back when the schedule was released, that that was a brutal schedule for the Dolphins. And it is proving to be just that. I mean, how about the Raiders and the way they lose? Is that unbelievable or what? I'll tell you this right now. I've seen enough of Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not the future for the Raiders. Consummate professional, loyal, loves the organization. You know, I admire him. I admire him as a guy that 
truly cares about his job and the team that he plays for and the team that pays him. I, I really do. But he's not the answer of quarterback. I've seen enough of Derek Carr. You know, you're never going to the level that you want to go to with Derek Carr as quarterback. Just not happening. He, there's, there's, that, there's something about him that is missing. And if you're a fan of the Raiders, don't tell me that Derek Carr is your future. All right, Cowboys and Eagles, that was a heck of a game. Philadelphia is still clearly a better team than Dallas. I mean, there's, I mean, they need Jalen Hurts back on the field. We, we realize that. We realize that. Uh, the Vikings beat the Giants. I tell you, I, I say this every week. I'm just not that impressed with the Vikings. I, I'm really not. I, I could see the Minnesota Vikings being one and done in the playoffs. They're just not that good. They're not a 12-3 and three team is what I mean. They're good, but they're not a 12-3 and three good. You know, if Jefferson ever gets hurt, they wouldn't be a 500 team. Their defense is not good at all. Their defense is not going to win in the playoffs. Cousins is erratic. His bailout guy is Jefferson, who's really good. They're able to run the ball with Cook. They're just not that good. And when I mean not that good, they're not 12-3 and three good. They're just not. All right, I want to open up the phone calls here. It's a holiday, basically, and I appreciate you spending your time with me. Let's get to some phone calls. Let's get to Eli. Eli, hope you had a good weekend, buddy. How are you? Hey, Grant, I did. I had a great weekend. How about you? Good. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good. Yeah, I had a few questions about the Sabonis situation for you. So first question is, why do you think it took him so long to tell us what was going on with him? And then the second question is, as far as him saying that he wants to play through it, is it just like an injury that you can play through? I mean, what is he going to do? Take some pain pills and just play through it? I don't really understand that. <laughs> the reason why it took so long, uh, twofold. Number one, it was Christmas. Okay. Uh, they had a early practice on Christmas Eve and then basically nobody's working for all intents and purposes until yesterday or until today, excuse me. Um, the other reason is they were talking to a lot of people and trying to figure out about the options, whether to have surgery or whether to play through it and what would happen if he did play through it. And could it be managed? I spoke to a doctor earlier today to get an idea of what type of injury this was. And the gentleman that I spoke to said mm -hmm. that without looking at the data, in other words, without looking at the MRI or x-rays, he could only speculate. But based on what was put out by the Kings, he said that a lot of people would have surgery and that if you had surgery, you would miss approximately six weeks. Okay. So this doctor said, again, without looking at the MRI, that surgery would be able to fix this injury, but it would require approximately six weeks. Okay. That tells me that they were mm -hmm. debating on whether to have surgery, miss the six weeks, or what would be the other options. And the other option right now is he's going to try to play through it. I, my own 
again, I, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I'm somebody that spoke to a doctor and the doctor didn't see the MRI or the x-rays, but just based on what the Kings put out, this is not just like he got hit on the thumb and he's going to be okay. This is a significant injury to his thumb. Mm-hmm. So did the doctor opine on what he thinks could happen if he doesn't get the surgery? Like, is there, did he say there'd be a significant risk of making I, the injury worse or that he, I, uh, I no, you okay. would not make the injury worse. Okay. All right. Well, that's, um, that's really interesting, but yeah, Grant, I'm, I'm as confused as you are as why he was still in the game that late. Do you think that's just a lapse in judgment on the coach's part? Like what's the reason to put a, keep a starter in at that point in the game when it's not winnable? You know, that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, I would think that that would be a question that would be asked of Mike Brown or excuse me. Uh, well, let me, let me, I, I would think you'd ask a couple of people, uh, the general manager, Monty McNair, would to me would I would love to get his take on that, and then I would love to get Coach Brown's take on that. Uh, if that was asked today at practice, then I didn't see that, but I would think that would be something that would be asked of the coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, hopefully it is asked, and yeah, I mean, not to you know go on a rant, and I just I don't know how to phrase this necessarily tactfully or artfully, but as far as the Kings losing those two out of three games at home that they should have won, you know, I don't want to be that guy that says same old Kings. I mean, they're not, they have a better record. They'll finish with a better record. They still have a possibility of making the playoffs, but it just kind of goes to show that, you know, maybe this team hasn't really quite grown up yet because those two losses, they really were inexcusable. And I don't really know, you know, there's no excuses. You can't the first one, maybe, but the second one, definitely not. So I don't know. I just think they haven't grown up. Not only that, those two losses, those two losses occurred with Sabonis on the floor. Now you're going to get a Sabonis who, listen, I don't care what anybody says. He's not going to be a hundred percent. Okay. And if anyone thinks that, Oh, he's just going to be fine. uh, He might be able to play and he might be able to play through it, but he's not going to be a hundred percent. In other words, we're talking about a significant injury to a thumb on his on his hand. I mean, his right hand. I'm sorry. It's it, it's not just going to be like, oh, he's going to be fine. Uh, you know, he might be able to play, and he might even be able to play well, but he's not going to be able to function the way he was functioning. Well, right, and and even if he was 100, percent even if he had no injuries, like we just discussed, they lost those two out of three games when he was at 100. percent Now they're playing the best team in the West back to back. So. You know, it's just, it's not looking good. It's its unfortunate. I don't think. And no, it's yeah, not. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but they, they got to figure things out real quick and get their bench to play really well and, you know, play some defense, make some free throws, just shoot better in general. I don't know. They got to figure it out because if not, they could really find themselves in a, in a pretty bad hole that they can't get out of. So I don't know, Grant. It's not, feel, well, it doesn't uh, look good. I, I'm, just, I, I'm just telling, I'm just telling you right now, okay, this injury is normally uh, surgically repaired, okay? And if we just think that somebody that probably should have surgery is just going to be able to play through it and not have any issues, we're being naive. And again, I'm just going to keep on saying that. We, we would be naive, okay? So, uh, you know, if he, if he does play tomorrow – and play the next day, uh, he may d- then decide after playing a game or two, I can't do this. Let's get it done. So just, just you know, again, keep that in mind. 
And how are they going to do without him for six weeks if he's out for that long? Because they're going to be screwed. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out, Grant. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. We get to Connor. Hello, Connor. How are you, buddy? Doing good, Grant. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yeah. So with this Sabonis injury, I mean, I think the rationale of the Kings was they can't. I mean, their season probably won't survive if they're without him for six weeks. So they kind of feel like they have to take that risk to have him play through it. Because, I mean, six weeks without him with where the team's been trending lately, I mean, that could be like a a gap that's kind of too big to come back from. Yeah, and the doctor that I spoke to, because he didn't have the uh, – he, he, he said – I, I think he said minimum of six weeks is what he told me. It could be longer than that, but he said it would be at least actually I his 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 language was at least six weeks. That's what he it was that's what he said, at least six weeks. At least. Not like four weeks. Yeah, at least six weeks. The question I have for you for the next five games, you kind of read off that tough stretch, the Nuggets twice, the Jazz twice, and the Grizzlies. I mean, do you think you would be thrilled with like a two and three record in that stretch? Yes. Yes. Thrilled. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's yep. what I would want to. I mean, if you could say split against the Nuggets and then win another game, I think that you kind of weathered the storm there. Um, split against Denver, win against Utah, lose your two games on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Again, this is a brutal stretch, especially if Sabonis is either not on the floor or not able to function the way he's accustomed to playing. No question about it. And then switching over to the NFL, I mean, I thought the Giants played pretty well. I mean, I'm pretty I mean, I'm pretty okay with that loss. I mean, obviously it got punched at the end, but I mean, I think Daniel Jones had his best passing game we've seen all year, obviously. I mean, the Vikings secondary is terrible, but and then you, a little breakout from Isaiah Hodgins, who looks like he could be the real deal. Yep. Well, the Giants, uh, you know, had a bad fumble driving the ball in the first half. Uh, I thought Jones played a very solid game. I thought the Giants, to be honest with you, Connor, I, I think that's the best the Giants have played all year. And I thought they outplayed Minnesota. And, you know, trying to be objective – I couldn't tell the difference between the Vikings and the Giants other than the Vikings have a superstar at wide receiver, but I'm just not that impressed with the Vikings. And when I mean I'm not impressed, they don't look like a 12-3 and team to me. And I'll tell you right now, I, I don't think the Vikings – I could see them easily losing in the playoffs in the first round, easily. Uh, they just – I don't think they're that good. I really don't. I mean, it's been the Vikings' M.O. all season to just squeak out a victory at the end, no matter really who yep. they're playing against. So, I mean, if I'm the Giants, I'd love to go back to U.S. Bank Stadium instead of having to play at San Francisco oh boy. or any of the other options. I mean, especially, I mean, we played right with them. So. No question. The Giants are not going to beat San Francisco. They're just not. They don't match up with them. They would get manhandled. I'm not even sure that they would score more than 10 points in that game. Uh, and I, and that's maybe scored 10 points. I, I could see them not even scoring. Uh, I'd much rather go play in Minnesota. Absolutely. Yeah, another thing I had to bring up, I mean, what the hell is going on in Denver? I mean, it's a dumpster fire right now. I mean, Hackett gets fired. 
They promote their club yep. management coach to the interim head coach. I mean, didn't that guy like? I have no idea. I know. Earlier. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, I makes no sense. They'll have a new head coach next year, so you know I don't really think it matters who the interim coach is for two games. Like they're done, their season's over. You could they could hire you to coach the game, but next week and the following week, what difference does it make? Yeah, I agree. And then something that I was looking at the standings earlier, something that really stuck out to me is the Steelers are seven and eight and right in the mix. Like I thought they were done. I mean, yep. I hadn't been paying attention to them and all of a sudden they're kind of right there. So do you think they have any chance yep. to get in? Yeah. You know why? Cause they have a coach by the name of Mike Tomlin. And if you have a coach whose name is Mike Tomlin, you have a hell of a chance to be playing in January. And I'm not talking about the regular season of January. I'm talking about the playoffs. So when you say that they have a chance, yeah, they have a chance because they have a great coach. And that team, you never count out the Steelers. Never count them out. Yeah, and then bad news for the Giants. I mean, the Packers all of a sudden are in the mix. I mean, you don't want Aaron Rodgers to be hanging around this late in the season because bad things can happen. Uh, Very, very true. Uh, But, you know, if the Giants go out and beat the Colts this week, they don't have to worry about the Packers or anybody else. Yeah, I mean, they control their own destiny. It's a game you have to win. It's a game you should win. I mean, a loss would be disastrous. Yeah, Yeah, you're at home. You're playing the Colts. No excuses. Absolutely correct. Yeah, and then one more thing. Baker Mayfield has come into the Rams, and he's played really well. I mean, do you think he has any chance of being their starting quarterback next year? I would say unlikely. I would say unlikely. But, boy, he sure looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, it looks really good. I mean, if not with the Rams, I think he's going to have a starting job somewhere next year in the NFL. Yep, I don't disagree with you. I mean, it's, but, but you know, why, why has it worked with the Rams when it didn't work with the Jets and did not work with Carolina? So what happens now if he isn't at the Rams and he's somewhere else? Why would we think that it's, he's going to be effective? Those are the questions you have to ask. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's all I got for today. Hopefully the Kings can bounce back soon. All right. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Yep. Thank you. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen Up with Jay. Hello, Jay. How are you? Hey, Grant. Hey, thanks for doing the, the show on a, on a pseudo holiday here. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. I hope you had a great weekend. We did. Thank you. Hey, so a couple of things. Um, on the Sabonis injury, so when those, and again, I, I agree with the, the doctor that, that you chatted with in that um, those avulsion fractures are, they're, they're a little bit difficult with, without having all of the facts to um, come to point on, you know, surgical, non-surgical. And, and the fact that they're, they're iffy about, eh, this may or may not need surgery to be repaired tells you that. Um, it's not a complete avulsion because if it was a complete avulsion. Odds are they would be wanting to do a surgical repair on it. And, um, you know, uh, I, I coached some players that had that ha- two players that had this injury, one that had a complete avulsion and, and they had to go in and do a surgical repair. Another one that had a partial and um, he played through it, you know, and ended up never needing surgery. And, and um, the, there, there was some pain involved, but um, it, it wasn't, he was able to play through it and, and, and worked out okay. So it's kind of, it, it comes down to the degree of 
how much of that ligament tore off with the bone and how much is still attached there. And um, certainly it's going to be uncomfortable for him. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting that, to see how things play out uh, with that, you know, with how much beating those guys, their hands take. And um, that, that also makes me a little bit concerned about, you know, the, yep. well, can it get worse? Well, I would just understanding the anatomy of that type of injury. Well, it seemed like it could, <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if, you know, it takes a similar, a, a similar banging that, that ligaments already, not as good as it could be and if if it evolves more then you know I, I would i would think the injury could could potentially be made worse the other thing is too is i suspect a suspicion that they'll they'll that there'll be some type of thumb tape job that they do to to eliminate the likelihood that if he plays he would make it worse so it, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out but that that's an injury that doesn't heal for fast. well no the, the doctor, and again, I, I was trying to remember everything he said discussing that. He said if surgery is currently an option uh, and he gets hit again or what have you, then he would have surgery. And I, I think the point he was trying to make to me was, you know, if surgery is an option now, he can always have surgery to repair it. And once you have surgery, then in all likelihood, the injury will 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 heal and it will be fixed and blah 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 so when we talk about can it be made worse if surgery is an option right now and it gets in your uh, your description if it gets worse okay then he will have surgery and then it will be taken care of so i guess that's the definition of becoming worse i mean correct right Got so it. am i am i correct there with your yeah. medical background even though uh, yeah, you're I, 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 right yeah, okay yeah it, it, I think that's right. I think that's right. And, and um, I think a six week return would be very um, quick, you know, anytime, you know, uh, with that type of surgery, you know, where you're reattaching, you know, ligaments and bone, the, the you know, most bone things take a, a good eight weeks, even the minor bone things. And, uh, and yep. He said a minimum. He said a minimum of six weeks is what he told exactly. me. He said it would take a minimum of six weeks. Minimum. Yeah, and my sense is is that um, if if you're getting that kind of uh, sur if you end up with that kind of surgery, you know, I, I I think from an expectation standpoint, I think if we had him back at eight weeks, it'd be like, all right, that's that's good. But I think the season, I think the season would be over by then. Um, we can't, we can't. Yeah. If the bonus is gone for six weeks or eight weeks, I think. That's that's that, and uh, so we'll just have to. We'll, I think we'll I think we'll know a lot in the, the next couple of games. You know, if they, if he plays uh, if he plays tomorrow, is it tomorrow? Yeah, he plays tomorrow and uh, the, the next night. Then okay, well then we'll we'll yep. we'll see what ha we'll see what happens. But if he if he, if he tries to go tomorrow and then he's done, then it then then uh, we got problems. Hey, uh, switch it over to the NFL real quick. So just in watching, you know, it looks like with Aaron his uh, Aaron Rodgers his. Um, his accuracy is starting to drop off on him. And I don't know if, uh, you know, I've noticed it a little bit this year and he was trying to decide, is, is this a, is this because he's hurrying things? Cause he's getting pressure, but it looked like last night, um, you know, like, or the, when, when he played, I can't remember it was last night or Saturday now, um, his, his accuracy and even to his accuracy, wasn't where it, 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 it I thought it should have been in the past. I mean, Tua got picked off three times and 
I think Aaron only got picked off once, but Aaron missed some open throws that uh, in the past I would have thought would have been TDs. Yep. Well, not only that, but uh, Tua is in concussion protocol again. And so that's a big issue going forward based on what happened previously in this year. I mean, the fact that he's in concussion protocol uh, has to be very concerning for everyone with the Miami Dolphins. As far as Aaron Rodgers, I, I think his accuracy, accuracy, Jay, has been off most of the season. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that doesn't bode well if they somehow can, you know, sneak into the playoffs. So, well, thank you, sir. Have a have a great night. And are you doing a post game show um, after after, thank after you. the Denver game? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, I'm doing tomorrow's show right here on Listen App to get some feedback. Uh, I thought with Sabonis, it would be better to have dialogue with what I'm having with people like you and Connor and others. And then on Wednesday night, I will be back on YouTube Live. So tomorrow, I just thought with Sabonis and not knowing what's going on, it would be good to have a show here on Listen App. And then the next night, I'll be over on YouTube. Awesome. All right, man. Look forward to it. Thank you, Jake. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Yep. Always appreciate hearing from Jay. If you want to get in on the program, just raise your hand and I'll put you uh, right up on stage with me. But, you know, no matter how you look at this, this is not good news. You know, even if he tries to play through it and even if he, you know, is in the lineup tomorrow, the reality is he has a significant injury to his thumb. and. It would be, we'd be naive to think he's not going to get hit in that area often. So no matter how you look at this, this is not good news for the Kings. Even if he goes out tomorrow and has a really good game if he plays, we're still talking about an injury that in all likelihood will be hit again, hurt again. Aggravated again, call it whatever you want. I this is just not good news. Plain and simple. It's not good news for the Sacramento Kings. All right. Hey, if you want to get on the show, raise your hand and I'll put you right up. We are uh, brought to you by Fosters and Paws, a group of animal advocates. They work primarily with dogs and shelters. They're looking for fosters, adopters. Uh, they really are incredible in what they do. I like I love the fact that they work with young children teach them the benefits and the lifelong benefits of having animals in your life. Uh, they do great work. Check them out. All right. Just go to fosters 
and pause.org. That's fosters and pause.org. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. We get to Ryan in a sack town. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Hey, Grant, what's going on? What's up, buddy? Oh, well, this is what we had talked about for a really long time, right? What would happen, and we're here. Yep. Oh. Why is he? Why is he on the floor with just over two minutes left in a blowout game? You know, Grant, I don't have a huge problem with it, to be honest with you, because if it was a blowout the other way, where the Kings were up twenty-five, that's where I may take issue. But they had played so bad. Mike Brown shown that he's going to leave the guys out there sometimes when. They've had a bad game and not saying Sabonis had a bad game, but that's where the line is for me. What about you? My feeling is that when a game is decided one way or the other, take your starters off the floor. Okay. That I've always felt that I don't, and that, that goes for all sports. I don't understand why you would leave your best players on the floor in a game that is already decided. And that game was clearly decided at that juncture of the fourth quarter. Well, to me, I think it's sending a message to the rest of the bench, you know, um, but who, who knows? I mean, it's unfortunate that it happened in that time or <laughs> any time, but Kings fans now are going to be on pins and needles if he does play every single game. Cause like you said, he is going to be one, you know, hit away from, you know, not being able to tolerate the pain, assuming that he is going to try to go up against Jokic. Imagine that, you know? Yep. Uh, no. The only yep. positive I see in this is it's his thumb, and it's not one of his other four fingers because that's follow-through on a shot. That's follow-through on a pass. Now, I'm not saying the thumb, the thumb's the brace for the basketball when you're shooting. That's going to certainly affect his rebounding and defending, but – I can see him possibly playing through it a little bit easier because it is on the thumb. Time will tell, you know, we'll know as soon as he gets out on the floor, assuming that he does go out on the floor tomorrow. So if you're Monty McBride, if you're Monty and Mike Brown, you are literally them. What decision are you making about Sabonis? Whether you let him play or you just get it taken care of right now. I, I can't make that determination because I don't know the severity of the injury based on, you know, not being a doctor. Uh, I, I can guarantee you they have talked to several specialists and have had several opinions and they are going to make the best decision for him. It's ultimately his decision. It's not the, it's not the team's decision. He has received all the opinions and now he will make the decision on whether to play or not, uh, I, I can't really, I can't answer that question. I, I have no way of knowing. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, sometimes players can get in their own way. I mean, if it, if it is a six to eight week recovery, me personally, and I don't, I can't make the decision. I don't have all the information. I would lean towards getting it fixed right now, especially because you'll have the all-star break. And, uh, you know, coming back for a strong push at the end. But it's going to be interesting to see if they go that route, what yep. they're going to do on the front line going forward. Because we're certainly. Well, Ryan, I will say this. I will say this. There's no way the organization would allow him to play if this would affect his career. So I want to put that out there. This oh, is no. not a 
you know, when I say, you know, he'll make the decision, he'll make the decision based on, you know, can you know, he can function, he can play, but he, he, he's, he's not making a decision where he's putting anything in jeopardy moving forward with his career. You know what I'm saying? It's not that type of an injury. No, right. absolutely not. Right, right. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's pain tolerance. I mean, that's what we've seen from many players, football, basketball, whatever, where they're not going to make it worse, assuming that's the opinion that they've gotten. So, um, but it's just going to take one tweak. And that's that's going to be a yep. tough load. So hopefully the Kings can pull this together and it becomes a rallying point for them. But again, time will tell. Yep. yep. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Yep. Bye bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen Up. Hello, Left Terrace. How are you today? Good. How about you, Glenn? I'm well, thank you. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the Niners. Um, so Niners that last game, uh, definitely the defense win won this game. Um, uh, you know they played pretty good, and what I saw also is uh, Minnesota the last two games they won by very very thin margin. So Niners they missed opportunity the last two games to be the rank number two uh, because the uh, Vikings somehow they find a way to win the game. Um, I want to ask you something else about Super Bowl. Um, is there a minimum number of games that a player has to play, start for the team before he can get a ring? One game. Just one game? Oh, okay. So Yeah, or, 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 or even if you're on the uh, – it's my understanding, I think even if you're on the practice squad, you would get a ring, if I'm not mistaken. So technically, you don't even have to be in the game. You have to be part of the organization. So, yes, I believe that's accurate. Okay, okay, because I was wondering if the Niners, for example, if they go there with the Super Bowl and they win it, uh, if Trey Lance is going to get a, a ring, but I guess he uh, what, what, 100, what, 100%, yes, he would 100% get a ring. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's correct. Yes, he would. Okay, well, thank you. Good night. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. All right, Bye. if you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon. Get the Kings and Nuggets tomorrow. I'll be right here on Listen App after the game. All right, so tomorrow here, and then on Wednesday night, I'll do the show on YouTube Live. All right, let's say hello to Jeff. Jeff, hope you had a great Christmas and a good weekend. How are you, buddy? Yeah, it was great. I hope you did too, Grant. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, uh, I wanted to talk to you about the, the NFL. Uh, anyways, there's some crazy games this weekend, and do you think – I mean, after watching Tom Brady in these last couple games, and what the heck? I mean, but the weapons he has. Terrible. Ron Gage, who was like one of the best weapons for the Falcons, is coming on. He's got Goodwin, Gage, and he's, and uh, uh, who else does he have, the re- receiver? You're talking about Tom yeah, Brady? Yeah, Tom Brady. Tampa, number 13. He's got, he's, he's got Mike Evans. He's yeah, got Mike there, Evans. Right. Yeah. 13, number 13, 13, 14. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> and, he, and the, I guess the biggest thing I think he's missing, and it was on a throw last night, is he doesn't have Gronkowski, who was like a safety valve for for years, right? Yep. Down the seam or on the outside, he right. needed a first down, uh, you know, an out pattern. And he, 
Guess what else he doesn't have now? He doesn't have his left tackle who got hurt and is out for the rest of the season. He's already without his right tackle. I don't think I, I don't think the Bucs will win a playoff game. You know, if they get in the playoffs, I don't think they'll win a game. Yeah, it looks like if the way it's trending now, they're gonna play the cow we'll probably play the Cowboys. They would the, the, there's not a team in the league that would not want to play the Bucs in the playoffs. Everyone would love to get matched up with the Bucs. Everyone. Even with Tom Brady's experience. No right tackle, no no right tackle, no left tackle. He's had a bad year. Uh, yes, even with his experience. And how much do you think him going through a divorce has to do with all this? Or his I'm sure I'm sure that. And I think, you know, the fact that he's 45 as well. You know, I mean, he's not a young pup anymore. He's 45 and he's had a very tumultuous offseason. Very uh, absolutely. Right, right. Well, and uh, you've already talked about the Broncos coach that got fired. I mean, yep. golly gee, that was a situation, especially with Russell Wilson. You know, I thought he... My question is, my question is what took so long? Right, right. Uh, evidently, it's an offense that Wilson hasn't played in before. And he, you know, I just can't see, see how that guy went from Super Bowl. He was a great... I mean, he killed the 49ers over the years. I don't know the 49ers beat him two times, but uh, he just, he would, I don't know what's, I don't know what's, he just fell off the deep end. Yep. Yep. I mean, hard to believe that he looked like a hall of fame caliber quarterback with Seattle and in Denver, he's looked like the worst quarterback in the NFL. You can make an argument. He looks worse than Zach Wilson and that's hard to do. Oh man, that's, you're dead on there, though. I mean, that's yep. compared because they accomplished. Yep. I mean, I mean, the worst they should have done was 500. The worst, and the, I mean, there's yep. more than 15 points a game, something like 15 points. Awful. I mean, a field goal kicker could get most of that. Yeah. Okay. Awful. Well, you take it, take it easy, and I guess we're gonna hear you tomorrow night, right? On. Uh, Yep, I'll be here on Listen App tomorrow night, Listen App, Wednesday night, YouTube. Oh, okay. S sounds great. Talk to you later. See you, buddy. Right. Yep, take care, my friends. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to do a short show today because I want to watch this uh, Monday night game scoreless with seven and a half minutes left in the first quarter. And uh, the Colts have just come up with a turnover and have good field position. So, again, that game is uh, halfway through quarter number one and it looks to me like uh, the Colts are going to have the ball after Herbert gets picked on a deflection they'll have the ball in good field position all right have a fabulous rest of your Monday tomorrow right back here on listen app and then after the game here on listen app as well keep that in mind you take care everyone thank you very much bye-bye Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.